Welcome to another Mags Rambling. Today I'm going to talk the recap of the Royal Rumble a couple days late, but it is what it is. To me, the Royal Rumble eh, wasn't the worst pay-per-view of the year, but it wasn't the greatest ever either. And it also wasn't the best or worst Royal Rumble ever, I would say. Eh, I would say. Um, and here's some highlights, I would like to say. All you lame marks would enjoy the the women royal rumble it was okay but like i said uh they got naomi becoming the next uh kofi kingston you know seems like every year she's for the you know it's only been two royal rumbles but she's doing the same kind of concept as they do with kofi yeah blah was exciting nah i don't think so and then anyone who didn't see becky lynch winning the the rumble you're just very new to wrestling or you just haven't been watching it for a very long time because they've been pretty much doing the same crap for years and it's uh it is what it is with that you know i'm like you know that's their money maker she's selling t-shirts and all that so you knew she was gonna get you know Ronda versus the man who which you never know it's still early you know they got the feud with Charlotte going on you never know it might be a triple threat match because I don't see if the rumors are true and Ronda's leaving I don't see Vince letting Ronda lose like that you know anyway that's just my opinion the men's royal rumble was subpar at best I mean Everyone popped, yeah, for Nia Jax. Wow. Like, that hasn't happened before. Seriously, like, a woman entering the Royal... The, the only difference is the fact that she's got to be in the Women's Rumble. And then she got to be in the Men's Rumble. First time ever. And the fact that she beat up uh, R-Truth. And I think R-Truth is like, oh, yo, 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 I'm coming in at number 30. You're not even going to let me come in. Uh, you better give me a title. So, that's why he ended up becoming the United States Champion on SmackDown, I believe. But anyway... I was very upset with that. I was like, seriously, like, I don't give a crap if she comes in. The, you know, the only reason they really put her in there was because they know she's stiff. And I feel like they're trying to help her. Like, you don't need to help her status as the the beast of the women division because that's what she is. She's a beast. She's the monster. She's going to be your big time draw and heel. She's just a little stiff. So they said, you know what? Randy, RKO her. Ziggler, give her a stiff uh, super kick. Uh, Ray, 619er. You know, it is what it is. I, You know, it doesn't help her being a legit heel at all, I don't think. And also, you know, it is, like I said, the most I see is now maybe her feuding with R Truth for it. I wrote this down in my notes. What are you gonna do? Give her the U.S. title? Cause you know China already held the IC belt. You know, kudos to that. You know, but it is what it is. I don't see this really turning into anything much. But the winner of the Rumble, of course, we all know was uh, what. Seth Rollins and you know that's going to build up for a good match at Mania I believe Brock versus Rollins you know Brock likes working with the the smaller wrestlers I mean he had an 8 minute match 
with uh, Finn Balor, which was, you know, it was a pretty exciting match. Had some highs. But, you know, we all know Brock can't really go to distance. Even, like, you noticed earlier in the night with Shane McMahon, it looked like he was going to pass out. And he also, him and Brock suffered from the same thing. The Vicatilla, I can't even say the word, the Vicatilla, the Vicatilla, you know, the intestinal, you know, the intestinal disease they have. But, you know, you could just see, like, the first five minutes, Brock was red already. Like, after two moves, he gets red very easily. I don't know about all that, but it's going to be an all right mania. I mean... Brock versus Rollins is is going to be a good match. Hopefully, you know, it'll be twelve minutes instead of eight minutes. Uh, other than that, that's how it's playing out so far. We'll see what goes on. You know, I mean, Rollins has been talking smack about Brock since what November, maybe when he was the IC champ. You know, so you kind of seen the writing on the wall with that. And then, uh, you know, I feel uh, all the Braun Strowman fans out there, you're getting shafted a little because. Braun doesn't have backstage etiquette. That's all the rumors out there anyway. The man's still going to be money, but I just, uh, I don't know. Like, I think the fans want the smaller wrestlers to be champs because it's just more exciting matches maybe. I don't know. But, you know, the news of Dean Ambrose not resigning, that's big because supposedly WWE got real nervous and on Tuesday night they're running around trying to offer everybody contract deals and extensions. And I hear, uh, you know, what it is now is a lot of people seeing what Jericho got from AEW and they're like, whoa, this guy's getting this much from this upstart wrestling company and you're the cream of the crop we want this type of money. And Vince isn't going to give that type of money. He has a plethora of talent. And he signs these guys for you. And you know what's crazy is I found out that a couple years back they did this. It's like when a wrestler is injured, you know, they can say they can freeze their contract and say, you still owe us about 10 more dates or whatever, you know. Or do the no clause, you can't wrestle for this amount of time while you're out. But it seems like Dean Ambrose is scot-free after his contract. I think he's just going to lay low for a little while, heal up his injuries because he, he's, lately he's been injured a lot. And the man's wrestled, what, maybe five years without an injury. And now this year, the past couple years, he's been hurt a lot. Uh, we'll see what happens, though, with the rise of AEW and the fact that, you know, it's this guy's a multi-millionaire. Maybe even a billionaire. I don't know how much money the Khan family has. But they're they're in it to win it with the Young Bucks and all that. And we'll see what happens because uh, I believe their pay-per-view is coming around soon. And uh, that's it for my wrestling news. Let's talk a little bit of drama with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Nah, I don't even want to talk football. I'm going to wait till next week or so. But I will talk a little bit about the NBA and the trade rumors going around about one of the best all-around players, Anthony Davis. And we all know the writing was on the wall when he signed with LeBron's agency or agent. And everyone, I've been saying he was going to be a Laker regardless if we got LeBron or not. But uh, 
I like the fact that New Orleans ownership is like, heck no, we don't have to trade you. Because they don't. They can let him stay there and ruin the whole, you know, mantra of the player. The ownerships are assholes, whatnot. Who cares? If I'm a billionaire, which that owner most likely is. I don't care about nothing but the ticket sales. And then if the ticket sales are going down, oh, well, the NBA may force me to sell my team. And then you know what? I'm still going to get a profit. So it doesn't matter what happens in this scenario as an owner. Not at all. I could care less if I was an owner. Because at the end of the day, I'm still going to be filthy, stinking rich. I could care less if you fans like me or not because you know what? I'm still going to be stinking filthy rich. I have more money than all of them, you know? Like, uh, what do I care if I trade Anthony Davis? I don't trade it. And then, like, I'm like, you know what? I would trade him since he technically doesn't have any say because he didn't put a no trade clause in his contract. They could trade him to any team in the NBA if they want to. And you know what? Oh, well, if he doesn't want to play for that team, it's not my headache no more. It's the other team's headache. And that's how I would be. I would be a dick if I was one. That's why I'm not filthy, stinking rich. Because I would be a dick. Big time. I would be like the worst owner in the NBA. I would be like, I don't care. I want you guys to win championships. That's the kind of ownership I would be. I would. I, I really would want to be a t- ownership where I want to win championships. And, you know, look how long it took Golden State to get there. Let's see what other team. Dallas took quite a bit to get there and then they got there you know and now mark cuban's you know dabbling trying to figure it out you know but it is hard to win championships in this day and age because of the cap and all this other stuff you need like a whole slew of mathematicians and this that the other but like i said and then why would i as the new orleans owner want to trade you to the most marquee league t- you know team a a rival you would say when it comes to money wise you know like i wonder if these owners think of that like i'm a really you know it's like yeah knicks and lakers are big you know big market teams you know filthy money big time money i like i wonder in their they're they're like sitting in their office they're like man i really can't stand those lakers how can i defeat them like i don't care about winning a championship i just want to like take keep players away from them and that's what's going on i feel like they're, they're like, well, why should I trade you over there? You know, but then there's probably like some underlying table stuff like, yo, you know, you give me $25 million cash. I'll make sure my GM trades them over to you. Hush, hush. Nobody needs to know about this. Like owners are doing secret handshakes and stuff. I wonder if that goes on. That'd be pretty cool. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, that would be sick. But like I said, if I was an owner, I'd be a real dick. I wouldn't let ESPN dictate what I do. I wouldn't let nobody do like, I, I could be. And like, if I own the stadium, it's even better. Like, you know, like if I owned, I don't even know where New Orleans plays. Damn. But anyway, like, if, like, like Dolan, he's like owns Madison Square Garden, you know, like how great is like your money. Pff, I could care less who plays on the Knicks. People are still going to show up because it's Masters or Garden. You know, like, that's the whole thing. You know, it's like, I need to buy an arena and just rent it out and be a 
dictator in an arena, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, you, your team can't play here. But no, the NBA would eventually, all the owners would vote them out. And, you know, that, hey, you're still going to make a profit. You know, that's how I see it. Don't trade them. But even though I want you to, the Lakers would have to trade quite a bit for them. I, f- I figure, you know, we got to keep Kuzma. That's just my opinion. That's what I want. But, you know, management will do what management wants to do. Anyway, that's all I have for today. You can find me on Steady Geekin' Podcast. And you can find the Mags Rambling on the Anchor and on Spotify and on Google Cat. I don't even know what Google's thing is. Anyway, you can find me there. And you can find me on Twitch sometimes streaming as Beacon Knight Zero Nine playing the PS4. Still continuing playing God of War, but it's so damn cold downstairs in the dungeon. Haven't been playing games too much. But that's it, folks. Check it out. Enjoy. Comment. Peace.